I remember being about nine or ten years old, going to Mass and hating the homily. Just hating it. And I remember thinking to myself, like around the fourth grade, and just saying, you know, if what the priest is saying is real, why doesn't he ever get excited about it? Why is he talking about the movie he saw last night if like what this gospel says is real? I remember thinking to myself, as we're hearing these great miracles being proclaimed, why don't we see any? Why don't we ever see people healed? I remember thinking that if he believes in the truth, the gospel has a lot of tough truths in it. Why don't we ever hear about the difficult teachings? Why don't I ever hear as a young boy, like, how to elevate myself to, to meet this? Instead of just, everything's okay. Talking about Friday bingo. I'm pretty sure Friday bingo was more important than anything else that was going on in the parish when I was growing up. I didn't go to church in this state, by the way. I remember thinking to myself, if Jesus is really God, if this is really the one, why is the priest telling everyone about him? So that everyone can come to know him and to hear his message and be saved. Why isn't he out in the streets? Why isn't he risking his life to proclaim this message like all the disciples did, like all the apostles did? And I don't know the answer to those questions. It's a lot of different answers. But I do know one thing, 30 years later, that there's a huge difference between speaking about Jesus because you know something about him from a book and speaking about Jesus because you know him, because you've encountered him. You've heard his voice, you have seen his face, and you're convicted. When a priest knows Jesus Christ, his life has to be radical. His preaching would have to be convicting. His message has to go out to the streets because it's not his message. It's the message of the gospel, the message of Christ. A priest who knows Jesus Christ, who has experienced him firsthand, could not possibly survive living behind a desk for 12 or 14 hours a day when there are people on the streets, in his neighborhood, in his parish, who do not know him. I think that a priest who has encountered God will do anything, will risk anything, to spread the gospel message, no matter what. And I don't think that the message could ever be boring or mundane. Rather, it would have to be urgent and animated. Paul, St. Paul, was one such priest. Paul encountered Jesus Christ. Paul did not learn about Jesus by reading about him in some magazine or going to some class and listening to someone speak about Christ. He encountered him personally on the way to Damascus. He literally saw him. He heard his voice and it changed everything for Paul. Paul went from living a life of power and prestige, a life of sin, murder even, to living this great life of virtue. Instead of persecuting Christians, 
after he encountered Christ, he literally risked his life to spread the message that he once persecuted. Paul realized after seeing Jesus, after hearing his voice, that nobody is saved apart from Jesus Christ. No one. That is a radically important message, urgent message that Paul realized. Imagine for a moment if you had foreknowledge that in two hours, let's pretend it's the springtime, let's pretend that the Orioles are really good, and let's pretend that Camden Yards is packed right now, and that in two hours you know there's going to be this massive fire, and that everyone in that ballpark is going to die because of this fire. Unless you who have knowledge go and tell everybody this is going to happen. You've got to get out. Here's how I know the message that I know. Now follow me and get out. Come to freedom. If you knew that, would you risk your life? Would you stop everything you're doing right now, including listen to my homily? And would you go to Camden Yards and try to save as many people as you can? I think you would. I think even I would stop my homily and I would go to Camden Yards and I would do that. The message is that urgent. That's what Paul did. Only it wasn't Camden Yards, it wasn't a fire. It was to spread a far more important message of life, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He risked everything so that those who do not know him may come into a relationship with him so that they might not perish, but that they might have life. Paul left the comfy confines of his job as a prestigious Pharisee to minister in awful places like Corinth. The letter that we heard today, the second reading, was a letter from St. Paul to the church in Corinth. This is a city, like Baltimore, known for commercialism, known to be on the sea, and rampant in immorality, most especially sexual immorality. Paul knew this. He was convicted by the gospel. He knew, if I go there, there's a good chance I will die. But he went. And there was an urgency about his message to the Corinthians. Because if people didn't accept Christ, if they didn't know him, what would happen to them? They would die. So what was the message that he preached over and over and over again? Very simple. Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ is real. Jesus Christ died for our sins. And he rose from the dead in accordance with the scriptures. And his resurrection is real. His resurrection was foretold hundreds of years before it ever happened, all throughout Scripture by the prophets. And then after it happened, it was witnessed by a multitude of people, including Cephas and James and the twelve apostles and literally hundreds of others. We don't doubt the historicity of Caesar. Far less accounts are written of Caesar. Yet for some reason we doubt what we hear about Christ, his resurrection. 
Jesus Christ came to reveal himself to us and to give us a very clear message. It's why he worked all of his miracles, so that we would believe in him, that we would follow him, and that we would have salvation through him. He said, eat my flesh and drink my blood and you will have eternal life in you. Do not eat my flesh and do not drink my blood. Do not follow my commandments. You do not have life within you. Can the message be any clearer? Can you think of a more urgent message to convey to billions of people in the world than what they need to do to have eternal life? Paul could not think of a more urgent message. I cannot think of a more urgent message. Paul left everything to bring this message to the streets of the most dangerous places in the world. Just so happens we live in one of the most dangerous cities in the world. We've got to do the same if we are serious about the faith. This past week, I had a young man in his early 20s visit for three days. He heard about the urban missionary program that we're starting up here at the Basilica called the Source of All Hope Mission. We know that the source of all hope is who? Jesus. The Eucharist is Jesus, therefore the Eucharist is the source of all hope. Beginning this August, God willing, we will have between two and four young men who are willing to give up a year of their life to come live in the little convent, which we're gonna start calling a mission center, because men don't live in a convent, right there. They're gonna live there they're going to live by a rule of life. They're going to study to become men of virtue. They're going to attend the Mass every day. They're going to pray a holy hour every day. They're going to live in community. And then they're going to hit the streets. And they're going to take the Gospel message, just like St. Paul did, to Corinth. They're going to take it to the streets of Baltimore. They're going to attend to the homeless and to the addicted. They're going to have programs for us social and catechetical for us to grow more in union with Jesus Christ. Why? Because the message is just as urgent today as it was 2,000 years ago. That people might have life through Christ. And I'm 100% convinced, in fact, I will promise you that people will experience healing. I promise you that people will have their lives changed. I promise you that miracles will happen. And that if you're involved and you're out there, you will see miracles. I promise you that. The gospel will come alive. Just like we read about in the scriptures at every single mass. Our faith is only boring if we have not encountered Christ. If we are convinced and convicted by the message of the gospel, because we have encountered Jesus Christ, we're going to set this world on fire, every single one of us. You can't have seen him and heard his voice and just be boring. I'm boring in every facet of my life, but not when it comes to this, because I have heard his voice and I have seen him, and all I want is for people to encounter him. So as your pastor I know, you didn't choose me, but God did. My charge is really simple. 
bring this message of salvation to everyone who does not know Christ and his Catholic Church. And that is one and the same. Christ founded one church. He had one mystical body. He had one bride. It is this. Spread this message. Set the world on fire. Souls depend on this. And we who know this promise cannot stand by idle any longer. Jesus Christ is the source of all hope. He is our salvation, our only salvation. We must get this message to the masses.